just sat here for probably five <laughs> minutes while Jordan listened intently as the train passed it by. It wasn't five minutes. It was maybe 35 seconds. But no, you he's can't handle staring into the abyss of can't. the screen. No. And I was like, what is wrong? And you're like, I can still hear it. Nope. You just can't handle the truth. Having a silent, quiet moment with your husband. That's the truth. While he listens to a train drive by. Then it's not silent. We're being silent. Okay. Well, you didn't You ever tried that? that? You ever tried being no, silent? No. Never <laughs> in my life. <laughs> um, well, Maybe that's why I like going under anesthesia so much. I'm like, please, yes. Bring on the silence. You do like anesthesia a little too much. Whenever people bring up that they're going, they're going to get knocked out for a surgery. I you, know. I should stop saying this. are so quick to be like, that's my favorite part. Best nap I ever had. But That's what you say is, over and over again. It's my freaking <laughs> favorite part. And every time I hear about someone having to like go under for any reason, I'm like, oh, man. Why isn't that me? Like, honestly, it's it's a good thing. You're so quick I, to say best nap you'll ever have. It's true, they should, though. They should have advertisements for anesthesia with you on it with a thumbs up saying <laughs> best nap I ever had. Even, like, one time I only was under for, like, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes or something for a medical procedure. And I woke up and I was like, oh, man, let me do it again. That was so great. It's the only thing that brings me joy. <laughs> I'm just picturing advertisements with you as if they needed to sell anesthesia. So anesthesia? I know that, like, every time the doctor goes over, like, there is some risk using anesthesia. I'm like, give it to me. Load me up, doc. You have to let the cats in. They're gnawing at the door. It's because they can hear my joy. Mama's talking about anesthesia again. Quick, it's the only time she's happy. (laughs) Really, though, she gives the best pets when she's happy, talking about (laughs) anesthesia and naps. (laughs) I think we just lost all of our listeners. I just had an image of you first (laughs) anesthesiating each of the cats, putting little masks (laughs) over their face, and then anesthesiating yourself and just smiling as you all fall asleep. (laughs) Honestly, that sounds like pure bliss. Um, when our cats got spayed, our good friend is a vet, and she she's the one who ripped out their stuff. And um, that was a beautiful way to put it, huh? Ripped but out their stuff. She literally Snapchatted me as the cats were passing out. And it's to this day, I wish I could have saved the Snapchats because it was like the funniest thing to me to see them like struggling to keep their eyes awake. Whenever I go under anesthesia, I'm like, bring it on. Yeah, it's a little bit creepy. It's not that creepy. It's just weird how much you like it. It literally makes me kind of want to have a surgery. Whenever somebody is talking about having surgery, you start listening intently like you're in rehab and they're talking about (laughs) a drug experience. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. I love that. That's kind of how it feels like. It feels like I like this too much and I should probably be kept away from it. (laughs) Which I think this is a good transition into our to- your topic for today. I'm just along for the ride. Because I've realized something. I realized your conscious self, mm-hmm. Adrian, I see looking at me right now, mm-hmm. full of thoughts and vibrance. Yeah. You, off air, will say nice things about me. I do. <laughs> You're very I know kind that we make it seem pretty rough on the podcast sometimes. And that part of our marriage does exist. But for the most part... Like, you're pretty cool. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Cooler. You frequently you say that you love me. You say you're, I know, off air. I know on air Adrian's not going to agree. But you, 
have maybe the most uh, frequent dream memory of anyone I've ever known. Every single, every single morning, almost, you have a crazy dream. Even if I come to bed late and you wake up, you might have already had a dream and you tell it to me. It's They're never good. It's probably like five nights of the week on average that I will have a crazy dream and I will tell it to Jordan in vivid detail. And some of it is hard to explain because, you know, dreams are kind of weird um, and it doesn't really follow logic a lot of the time. But um, something that is very consistent and honestly sparked like a genuine conversation where Jordan was like, I'm concerned is every dream where Jordan is in it, which is probably like 70% of my dreams. He's a dick. Like the worst. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes I'm like overtly mean. Most of the time I'm just like really annoying and dumb. Or like and I come to him frantic like someone is actively trying to murder me, Jordan. Like we have to leave. And then he's like, no, let me go talk to the neighbor. Like it'll be fine. And I'm like, why aren't you listening to me? And anyway, yeah. Yeah, do you want to share some specific examples? So there is that one. So there's the example. This happened like uh, last week, I want to say. I had a dream about my... We have like a little bit of a crazy neighbor who lives beneath us. We love her, but she is a little bit crazy. And so I had a dream that for some reason we were in like this different apartment now and she lived like around the corner. I went to go check on her because it had been a while since we'd seen her and she lives alone. So, you know, just trying to keep track of her, make sure she's okay. And so I went and checked on her and she answers the door and there's this like total scumbag guy there, like actively doing like snorting crack. Is that the correct <laughs> term? Snorting crack? I don't think you snort crack. I think you snort coke. Do you burn crack and just breathe in the crack? Yes. I don't I I'm not up to know. date on my crack knowledge, but he was doing he was snorting powder and it was drugs. Yeah. Okay. That's I would what say we it's usually cocaine. I don't know though. But isn't crack cocaine? It's a different I think but I think you they do but like, it's like the they do crack out burn. of a light bulb. Like where they break up an light bulb and they light the bottom of it and then inhale the fumes. Oh my god. I don't gosh. know. We'll try it out. People do that for fun. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like such a health hazard. Yeah, it's such a health hazard. Get me my anesthesia. <laughs> At least I have a doctor watching over me. But if you didn't have to have one, if you could illegally buy anesthesia, oh my gosh, you would never even. be awake. I would, I would never go to sleep without being under anesthesia. But I don't think you. I think you. Would it would just, be like your nightly routine where you had to inject me and then just like try to raise me from the dead. You'll have slept sixteen hours the night before, and you'd be three hours into your work day, and you'd be like, I can, I can do a quick anesthesia during lunch, right? Like right, just like thirty <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Anyway, so this guy is super drugged up and he's like, you can't talk to Nancy. And I was like, like, heck, I can't. And I was being really overtly rude to this guy. And I was like, you are like, this is elder abuse. You are taking her social security money. You are a terrible human being. You are the scum of all the earth. And I hope you go die. And I was saying all of these things to Your him. Your dreams often include you confronting someone over like some a monologue. In, injustice. Yeah. 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 So... Then I went out and I like Jordan, 
I was, I was about to walk out the door and then Jordan came over to check on Nancy too. And then I was like, Jordan, this guy, you won't believe it. Like he's just total garbage and he's totally using Nancy and she's really confused and we have to call the cops. And Jordan was like, no, let's just go talk some sense into him. And I was like, I'm not going to stay in this apartment with this psycho person doing crack cocaine slash snorting things. I don't know. And so I leave, I walk outside and I call the police. I even distinctly remember going like, well, this isn't like a 911 emergency. This is like a non-emergency police call. And so I talked to this operator lady and she's like, you realize this isn't an emergency, right? And I was like, that's why I called the non-emergency number. See, details like this are so weird to me. Nobody has details like you just don't like, remember random stuff just like, like that in weird your dream? little like arguments you had with a customer service person. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a nightly occurrence that I have this much vivid recall. So my dream memory is like, oh, I had this weird dream where like you were there and my brother was there and it was it was scary, but <laughs> there was just mm, I can't even explain. That's how I explain a dream. But you're like. And then I dialed 911, but I did the, also the extension code 323 for a non, non-emergency number. <laughs> you don't know how non-emergency <laughs> lines work, you but that's fine. So I call this number and she's like telling me, um, well, it's not illegal for an old lady to get a roommate. And I was like, I know, but um, you didn't let me finish. He's doing drugs and he is like stealing her social security. And I'm pretty sure that's illegal on two counts. And so I'm like trying to convince this lady that Nancy's actually in trouble. And then I like, I look up and I realize that there are these two guys because the like awful new roommate person sent his cronies to like come kill me. Drug cronies. Drug cronies to come kill me. And they're wearing like, like medical face masks, you know, like the ones that we're all wearing now. And but they had like gotten their faces wet and then dipped it and rolled it in the cocaine powder. So their faces were just like super white and like powdery. I'm picturing it kind of like when Mrs. Doubtfire throws her face in the pie. That's like pretty accurate. Yeah. Because she doesn't have her makeup on. It's like that. Is that crossed with a white walker? Like that is what it looked like in my brain. So homemaking, but terrifying. Yes. And they started, I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, now it's an emergency. I'm still on the phone with this lady. I'm like, he's sent people to hurt me and they're here. And I start like yelling and like Jordan get (laughs) out of Nancy's house. And then I have this awful realization that Jordan is stupid and he's still in the house and he's definitely dead at this point. And I told him to not be in the house. But if he had not been in the house, we would have been able to get away probably. And then I'm like, I think I'm going to die. And then these two individuals start slicing me. Like, I try to get away, and they'll just, like, slice me with a razor blade. And it goes, like, pretty deep. But they're, like, not killing me. They're just trying to make me bleed out. (laughs) So, like, they're not plunging into my heart or anything. But I remember, like, it was super painful. Side note, maybe (laughs) a cat was on me and, like, kneading into me. That seems... Oh, yeah. Maybe, like was, a, maybe Gray was poking you a little bit. Yeah. That and then I was up. like, these razor blades are murderous. And these, it was these cokeheads with uh, white faces. And I know that now it seems like kind of silly that these people kind of looking like Frosty the Snowman were slicing me with razor blades. 
and but like in the moment my adrenaline like legitimately spiked and I woke up and I was like oh my gosh Jordan that was so scary and he literally rolls over like I I kind of rolled into him to like this is real life Jordan now yes this is real life Jordan being you know an a-hole and so I like roll into him and he kind of moans a little bit and I was like baby I just had a bad dream and I was like you know, kind of scary, but it's okay now. And he takes the blanket with him as he rolls away in the opposite direction of me. And I was like, oh, this is why my subconscious hates you. Yeah, this one example. I'm just letting you know. I'm just saying my subconscious knew that your subconscious needs to chill out and I shouldn't support you when you're having these bad dreams. So I have a friend who (laughs) will analyze dreams and she finally told me, to stop telling her about my dreams because I was like, what does this mean? And she's like, Adrian, I can't do this every day. I didn't know you were getting your dreams analyzed. Yeah. Do, you have, do you have any more examples of me being... So in that one, really, I just didn't really believe you, but you kind of ended yeah, up Yeah, you were like, I knew best. You're overreacting. It's Which fine. seems pretty typical. Or like, I'll leave you to like go on a trip without you usually. Yeah, you'll leave me. Um, I have a lot of weird dreams where like... I'm pregnant or have a child with me and that there's some like danger and Jordan will be like, nah, and he'll just like check out. Yeah, that's how I am. And all these, it's just you come to me for help or support and it's just like, no, there was one time, which I know if you're listening to this podcast, that probably seems accurate with how we portray our relationship <laughs> on air. He's actually very caring but in real life. <laughs> um, But then there's like this one and we, uh, Full disclosure, not pregnant, but like there was one that I had a dream where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm pregnant. I'm going to go tell Jordan. And so I like do some cute, I can't remember now because this was like months ago, maybe even more than a year ago, but like I do like a cute little thing and film it and (laughs) oh oh yeah i hired a photographer to come like capture the moment when i tell you and (laughs) and you're like are you freaking kidding me and you literally push me and then you turn around and walk away and it's all caught on film and you're sure it's me in all these dreams you're sure yes jordan it is you okay so so I've told him for like this is going on. I never. I don't like hearing your dreams. Cause I'm always such a jerk. But then because I tell him about my dreams when we were dating too. So this is going on like four years of so me telling him. So it worries me that really subconsciously you don't like me. <laughs> that's what worries me. Babe, I like you. I'm more that, than like not, you. Let's um, hey, let's try this. But my brain is a little dubious. Let's try this. Hey Maybe. Google, do dreams reflect reality? On the website abc.net.au, they say. We found that most dream reports were indeed a continuation of what our dreamers were likely to experience in real life. The findings read. So basically huh. what we just learned there from Google huh. is that you really do leave me in emotional situations. And that's no, why no, my no. subconscious your, is upset. Maybe I should ask this. Hey, Google, do dreams reflect your subconscious thoughts? Here's a summary from the website oppa.org. Scientists disagree as to what extent dreams reflect subconscious desires, but new research reported in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology, Volume. People also seem to selectively find meaning in their dreams based on their biases, Morowedge says. Okay, so really, you're finding meaning in my dream because you are biased, <laughs> and I'm just a little bit psychotic that I'm You're always in danger. scientists disagree, though, just like with COVID. Oh, yeah, so, so that makes we, it equally weighted. Whatever we pick and choose... Is probably is right. True. Let's ask Facebook. 
We'll probably get some good information. I don't have one of their devices, so we can't. So I'm just saying, I think, and I want listeners to chime in and say if I should be worried or not that my wife has all these subconscious thoughts of me being evil. I've also had dreams though, evil, where I'm, I'm like trying kind of to get back to you, but you're you're like then always you, the gone. ones where you get back. Yeah, I'm always gone, or you get to me and then I'm not nice to you. Well, yeah, it's not necessarily you being okay. <laughs> often, not, often you're a jerk. Evil. Yeah, but like it'll be that I just did like a whole trek to get back to him, and I like fall into his arms. I'm like, baby, I'm home. I've missed you so much. And then he's like, okay, yeah, but it's the fourth quarter, so I mean, can that, we hold that, on for that, a second? That, that'd probably happen. You're going to be back for a while. The fourth quarter is only happening right now. I know. it's, And I can't look at my phone because then Twitter will ruin it. So it's not like I can just pause it. Yeah. I mean, I don't disagree with hypothetical dream Jordan at this point. So I'm just saying that my dream is like my brain is kind of a dangerous place anyway. But then my dreams definitely make you look like I just don't get why it's me. Why can't it be anybody else? Because you're the person that's closest to me. Why can't it be my mom? Because your mom is perfect. I'm perfect. Well, I know. I just wish it was somebody else. I wish I was the hero in your dreams. So there was this, we were hanging out at Jordan's parents' house. Because if you say you're the man of my dreams, I know that's not a good thing. That is true. (laughs) Okay, so we were hanging out with his parents yesterday, and his mom said something about how I am the spice in the family, which I think is an insult, (laughs) but also from her, everything's a compliment. So she was just trying to nicely say that I'm fiery. It means you're an antagonist. (laughs) Yes, much more than anyone else in your family. And then your dad in true Carl making fashion started talking about a song that no one else knew of or had ever heard of. But he starts singing this song about like variety is the spice of life and that's what the judge will have to tell my wife. And so then Jordan, I don't know, went in to get a Diet Coke because he's an addict. And I was talking to his parents and I was like, you know, if a judge ever had to tell me that reasoning for Jordan, Jordan would be harmed. And then his mom looks at me dead in the eyes and she was like, as he should be. And it was yeah. so funny. Yeah. She was not cool in that situation. She was so funny. She said, you don't, you sh- you don't harm my baby boy. <laughs> no, she was like, yeah. Cheat on you as he you, may. You, you don't. hurt him. <laughs> she gave me permission. I think she's just scared of you, too. Mm. You have Aww. a good way of being agree. Everyone agrees with you because they're scared of you. Okay, well, that doesn't make me feel great. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no. Your parents are awesome. So I thought this was an interesting a thing I've been worried about was a, is Dream Jordan. But I feel like there hasn't been a Jordan one that that uh, razor blade one was the most recent one, right? Yeah. So we'll keep I mean, you you're usually in my I've dreams, t- but to be honest, you're usually like a side character that doesn't do anything. Yeah, but the little Unless thing, I, the little, the little I do do is not good. I said do do, the little I do <laughs> is not good. That is accurate. Yeah. <laughs> it's never. Where I'm like, always like I'm stressed about either getting to you or stressed like trying to get you to believe me, or like, yeah, you're just a cause of stress in my dreams. I know it's not good. I can't believe that you left me after I. Okay, that's the other thing though is that I'll wake up and I'll be like genuinely upset at him though, because I'm kind of in my like like barely conscious state of waking up and I'll be like, 
you left me after I told you I was carrying your children. We had twins. <laughs> and then I'll be like, of course I peaced out. No, he usually what are you saying is that's like, real life or a dream. I don't know. You tell me. Here's what I think. I think your dreams are actually seeing the future. And because <laughs> and you, you keep telling so me how bad I am over and over again, I actually become bad. And then all those dreams come true. <laughs> no. <laughs> Babe, you cannot get me pregnant with twins and then walk out on me. I will literally die. Well, maybe you don't have twins. I see what it does to our friends. <laughs> Harsh. <laughs> uh, but I think Adrian should keep a dream journal because she has wild. It, you should have a dream journal for when you kind of are like really mean to the kids one day. They're like, what's wrong with mom? I'll be like, read this. Read this. <laughs> She's and acting be just like fine. Eight years of my <laughs> mental state. Oh my gosh! And then if I ever have like a mental breakdown, you'll just give a psychiatrist all of my dream journals, and they'll be like, "This is too much data. We can't process it all." Mm, calls for help. Those dreams. Cries for help. Um, but really, you don't remember any of your dreams, really. I can. I sh- should if I remember. Them, I should write them down. If I do remember them, they're very fleeting, and I remember them in the morning. There's one I remember from a kid where I was Batman in a hot air balloon. That's all I remember. <laughs> did you have to Not do a hot air balloon, a blimp. I was in a blimp, and did, I felt really cool. Did you have to do anything? I had a dream that I was... Um, no, that's all I remember from I probably did, but that's all I remember. I had a dream that I was... It made it to the NBA, and I was, like, 13th string. And I was like, why didn't I do this a long time ago? It's so easy to be, like, last person on the bench in the NBA. Oh, my gosh. Which is embarrassing. You get, like, a full 10000 a year. I had a dream... I, that when I was a when I was a kid, I dreamed my parents' basement flooded, and I had a dream that I swam. It was so deep, I was swimming in it, and they were all had pails and were like buckets mm-hmm. and taking water out. And I thought it was real for years, and finally asked my aunt about it because she was in the dream too, and she's like, "That never happened." You thought it was real for a, I had it when I was really really young, mm-hmm. and so growing up, I was like, "That's crazy." Our basement flooded so much that I was swimming in it, and then I mean, I was still very young. When I clarified it. You're a deep sleeper, though. That doesn't really surprise me that the dreams that you can remember that you think are real. Yeah. Um, I had a recurring dream. I know our our podcast is getting a little long this episode. but mm, This one's good. I had a dream that was recurring when I was little. Like, it probably started when I was around four. And I got it until I was probably 12 or 13. But where aliens would come, I'd be coloring on the coffee table. Coloring on paper with my brother on the coffee table in our living room and aliens would come and kidnap him and I remember watching and being too scared to move and then as soon as they kidnapped him I would be just like filled with self-hatred that I could watch and not do anything and so then I would like try to get him back but it was also super scary and then I had another recurring dream that I had to Like, my mom was getting attacked by a tiger, and so I was like, it's okay, I'll sacrifice myself because my mom needs to be there for my siblings. And then I would get mauled by a tiger. And that was like, (laughs) that was what my little prepubescent brain was thinking about. You have a dumpster fire full of insane clowns as your subconscious. Oh, don't even get me started on clowns. Only recurring dreams. I'll have dreams, but they're typical ones people have. I'll have dreams where I'm falling. And, like, I'll wake up before I hit the ground dreams. I'll have dreams where I'm naked in weird places dreams. That's literally never happened to me. Now, once have I been naked in a random spot. They're always so weird because it's always like, why did I not think to bring clothes to this? I can't be (laughs) in my uncle's house just naked. 
<laughs> it's always like so. I'm like, Jr. would totally make it like cool though. He'd be like, JR, "You're fine." It was Jr. He was the one that was in my dream. Um, and he would, and I'm always just like, you it's so you find yourself in your like. House. Why did I leave all my clothes? It's just so confusing. I have random dreams where someone that I only knew for a couple months in my life will just randomly be there. Like Katie Payne from the second grade from the school that I only attended for four months. Listener slash friend Katie Payne? No, she doesn't know I exist, <laughs> I assure you. How funny it would be if somebody knew her and this this random, she just randomly heard this. Like I know. That? That wasn't, that wasn't that exciting. I literally I didn't even make it into the yearbook at that school because I was only there for four months. The only the only other dream that I have like real memory of is because I made a joke out of it, where I had the dream where Kurt Cobain was a male prostitute and came to my hotel room. Oh yeah, that's pretty. This good. was a real dream I had, and my friend. This isn't part of the joke, but my friend Daniel Litchford was in the bathroom because he like made it happen. He like called it and thought it was a joke or something. Yeah, he made it. He would make your <laughs> dreams happen. <laughs> But the interpretation friend, not listener, Brian Mortensen, told me, because in the dream, basically there's this male prostitute that looks like Kurt Cobain with a side ponytail with uh, Daisy Duke, jean bottoms, and a crop top. Basically hot is what we're talking about. Kurt Cobain, who took his own life. Um, this is also the reason why I learned who Kurt yeah. Cobain was. Because I was like, Jordan, I've heard this joke probably like 20 times now. Who is this person? Yeah. And then he almost did a spit take. Which was some of the inspiration for this podcast. Mm-hmm. So in the dream, he like says, do you want to kiss me? But is it in, the, in my brain, I'm like, I don't want to kiss you at all. I'm not. I'm straight. And not that it's bad to be gay, but I'm straight. Um my dream self is also very conscious of being progressive, progressive and accepting. But I start leaning in for the kiss and I wake up right as we're about to kiss. <laughs> but um, listener or not listener friend Brian Morrison said that was he interpreted it as me not being able to say no to things that I should say no to, a.k.a. my previous marriage. That's what he thought it was. about. What? He thinks that. That dream is about your ex? Not about my ex per se, but that I was like feeling trapped. Then that per then then I didn't couldn't get out. Wait, I thought that you had that dream when you were with me though. Is it also recurring? Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, Adrian wanted to do this because the Martin Luther King Day is coming up and she thought it was funny to that do I have a to dream? Say, I had a dream. Which is actually kind of insensitive, but Jordan! <laughs> You can't say that. We didn't even do the actual joke. That was going to be the opening. Oh, okay. So you, it's fine. You opted out. I'm just saying that this week, um, as Martin Luther King Jr. Day is coming up, there's a lot more emphasis on dreams and having them. And my dreams always portray Jordan as a jerk, which turns more <laughs> and more true every day. But I cannot believe, even in my subconscious self, like that you pushed me away in front of a photographer and went like, I can't believe you're pregnant with Here's twins. Here's the thing too, these dreams, left. you always blame me like it's me. This is your I wake vision up upset. And obviously my subconscious self wouldn't think that you would do that you unless go, I there's can't a part you of did you that, that would actually go, do it. And I go, I can't believe you would think I would do that. And then I end up crying and he ends up crying and we're facing away from each other and we pull our heated blanket closer. That's what I'm saying. Your dreams are self-fulfilling prophecies. And then our cats purr next to us because there's nothing they love more than when we fight. Amen. 
Boomy right now is asleep on a chair in here and she's purring so happily. Peacefully. I liked this episode. I think, I mean, I, I think it was entertaining. I don't know if I liked it, but we'll see what the people have to say. I really should. Will you we'll see me, what the masses have to say. Will you get me a notebook and I will actually keep a journal, like a dream journal. Is that, would you rather have a, a pen and paper notebook or just make a note on your phone? Definitely the notebook. Why? It seems so much harder to do. Because it'll stay with you for longer if you write it down. You can back it up to the cloud. No, but don't you know that research that if you actually write stuff down, saying, you're better at synthesizing it? I know, I know, it? I know, but I don't think you will actually do it if it's pen If and it's paper. next to my bed and okay. the cats don't steal the pen, which is a big if, I will do it. Okay. All right. We'll follow up with us later. All right, listeners, have a good Martin Luther mm-hmm. King Day mm-hmm. in about six days. And enjoy interpreting our dreams. Yeah. Tweet us with some of your dreams about your spouses. Actually, that would be hilarious to see people try to sum up their dreams in like a. You should just do a Twitter account of your dreams. That'd be funny. That's a good idea. That would be just Adrian's dreams. Yeah, but like, how can I get it into 140 characters? And I'm not gonna be that person. It's 280 now, but even that. Okay, but I'm not gonna be that person who's like page one, page two, page three. Don't act like you have any sort of Twitter clout to look down okay, on people. Okay, I just know it <laughs> from the screenshots people take and put it on Facebook. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, we're ending this episode. Babe, do, I just... Do a good sign out for us. Before we leave, I just want to say officially that I really do love you. And I'm sorry that my subconscious self thinks that you're a total flake and or stupid idiot. Uh, I would forgive you, but Google initially said that dreams kind of do reflect reality. So Yeah, but then Google said that scientists were conflicted. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that we're even now. And we'll talk to everyone next week. Bye. Bye.